use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy certain point if you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star then uh-huh, uh-huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status we i mean i'm not even i'm not even saying eat meat but at least put some cereal in the milk come on <laughs> you that's like taking 666 the mark of the beast and redefining it like biggie tried to do and saying no it means this or that no, 666 is 666. You can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. All right, we're going to start the year off right. 2013, some of you didn't think it was going to come. You thought the Mayans had the formula. Five things that's going to help you start this year off right. These are things that God just dropped in my spirit earlier today to just kind of help you. Um, Some tips. The first thing we need to do starting out this new year is forgive. Forgive. Look at somebody say forgive. 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 Of course, the obvious things where somebody, you didn't have a physical fight, somebody cussed you out, you cussed somebody out, you hit somebody, that kind of stuff. Of course, we understand that. Or you're just being a bad husband, bad wife, disrespectful to your spouse, uh, to other people in the workplace or whatever. We understand all that. All that stuff's easy. Okay? But some of the things that we need to forgive are way down deep down within ourselves. Church abuse, spiritual abuse, some of those things you carry and you don't even know you carry. You don't know it until somebody mentions that church and then you immediately got something terribly negative to say about it. Or you bring it up constantly. That means that there's an unsettling attached to it and you got to get rid of that. Amen? We're not going to carry that in 2013. You got to get rid of that because those things immobilize you. When you should be talking about the goodness of the Lord, you're talking about what folks did to you. When you should be encouraging someone, you're bringing them down with stuff folks did to you. So look at somebody and say, forgive. forgive. Do not take bitterness into 2013. Whoever hurt us or whoever we hurt should be forgiven or asked for forgiveness. Amen? Man, some of y'all been through a divorce and you need to go ask that person you divorced to forgive you for divorcing them I mean, I ain't, you ain't, I'm not telling you to go ask them back but you do you do need to get that right amen or bitterness will set in and when bitterness sets in it totally immobilizes you some folks the last thing the last words you had to say to them was I hate you you, I, I, you know what I'm saying you need to go back and fix that situation amen that's a sign of maturity, right? Isn't that a sign of maturity when you can go back and do that? When you can be the bigger person. This will change your prayer life. Yes, it will. It'll change your tired of your prayers hitting the ground. You hear them hitting the ground. Before they come out of your mouth good, you hear it hit the ground. Your prayers ain't going nowhere. Devil's slapping them down. Slapping them down with a paddle and the unforgiveness is written on it. 
It'll change your prayer life and improve our relationship with God. Mark 11 and 25 tells us, plain as day. And when you stand praying, do what? Forgive. Do what? Forgive. Forgive. It may be your father or your mother. Maybe your father didn't grow, you didn't grow up with your father and you, you know, you got bitterness and hatred in your heart because you could never figure out why he wouldn't be a man. You know, especially in the African-American community, the dead, bad, dead beat dad-itis. I hold every man responsible for that. that. Yes, he needs to be responsible for it because he did it. But he, it was ingrained in him during slavery to behave that way. So long lineage of a system that was put in the African-American community, that's why it's so prevalent. They were taught to be that way. They were nothing but breeders. They were taught to come breed and leave. And the woman was given the power over the children and the home. That's just the way African Americans were engineered. And it's hard to break that cycle sometimes. It really is. Now, trust me. I'm not defending any man. I think men ought to be responsible. Yeah, he should call you. Yeah, he should come to you. But if he doesn't, now you got your own family. And the thing that bitterness does, unforgiveness does, it causes you to repeat the very thing that caused the unforgiveness. You're going to do the same thing if you don't go fix it. Look at somebody and say, go fix it. Don't carry that around. Don't carry that around. It'll end your life prematurely. May have been a mother abandoned you. May have been a father. May have been whatever the case. You got to forgive. Or that'll carry you, it'll go with you for the rest of your life. I can talk to a man for five minutes and know if his father was in his life growing up. Takes me sometimes less than that. Just by the way he's talking, by the way he's holding his head, by the way he's moving his hands, I can tell. Because I know that that fortitude is lacking. It's not there. And it needs to be there, but you'll never get it until you forgive. Amen? Look at somebody and say, forgive. That's the first step. Now, why would you go through 2013 the same way you did in 12? Who wants to make the same mistakes, same errors, and the same, do the same stupid stuff they did in 12 and 13? Anybody want to do that? I didn't think so. So look at somebody and say, forgive. It's the first thing you got to do. Second thing, evaluate every relationship. Every single relationship that you are involved in, evaluate it. Now, if you're married, I ain't talking about you. You can't evaluate that. You just evaluate you. Amen? Because, I mean, the two of you are one flesh. So, I mean, that's it. That's done. But friendships, we shouldn't take hindrance into hindrances into 2013. Those that we call friend. Do we really know what friend means? That means somebody that believes what you believe. That's a friend. Like-minded. Two can't walk together as friends unless they be in agreement, according to the Bible. So your friend is a person that believes what you believe and will tell you the truth and accept truth. Now, I just X'd out about 400 of your online friends. That quick. Why are you attached to them? Those we call friends are those that we may be unequally yoked together with on the internet, etc. Must be dealt with. You carrying around a digital ball and chain. They have an effect on you. You can play like they don't. But they change you 
When you put a comment on there and they disagree, they change you. They make you reconsider truth. Every one of them needs to be reevaluated. Now people hit me up on our, they, they hit our page, our EX Ministries page, because I don't have a personal Facebook. So they hit our EX Ministries page up and they'll say, where's your church? I want to come. So you know what I'm going to do. I go to their page, start looking around. Nah. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm serious. I, I just look around and I'll ask them. I said, um, why do you want to come to our church and you got, you know, Lil Wayne all over your page? Now, if they say, I, I, you know, oh, that's old or I'm trying to get out of that order. Oh, okay, then, then we're on to something. Oh, you judging? Well, then you ain't, you ain't getting an address. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't no need to be, because I, I, I already know you ain't going to like it. Yeah, they, they do that stuff. So, you know, we got to reevaluate. We got to evaluate every relationship. Try every relationship with the word. And if it's unfruitful, then guess what time it is? Unfruitful. That means that it's actually a hindrance. You sick? You losing sleep? Your feelings hurt? Your relationship? You and your husband can't even get along because somebody's messing with you. The wrong person's in your life, causing strife in your own marriage. That's too easy. That's too easy. Look at somebody say it's time to move on. It's time to move on. 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. I know they like to say, well, he's talking about marriage. Then why do you say unbelievers? He ain't talking about marriage. He's talking about unbelievers. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. That means if you got a crowd of people that you've made your friends on the internet, and they're not believers, you're unequally yoked. And then he just simply asks the question, why do you want to be friends with them? That's what this means. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? He's basically saying, what you like about them? Why do you need them? Third thing, improve. Look at somebody say improve. Boy, God beautifully made us, didn't he? Wonderfully, beautifully made. You know, people get their testimony. Thank Lord for making me wonderfully, beautiful, beautiful made, beautiful on my feet, his feet, my feet are beautiful. I'm beautiful, beautiful. Well, you got to take care of yourself. Amen. Take care of yourself. Amen. You looking for a husband, clean yourself up. You looking for a wife, clean yourself up. Why are you looking for a wife with boogers in your eyes? <laughs> what kind of wife you want? Nobody <laughs> wants you. Crust in the corner of your lips. <laughs> you, you, you clean up? Can you clean up? Can you help God? <laughs> You're making it hard on him. Amen. Read a book. Expand your vocabulary. Can you get enough words to talk to her? Just memorize them. Watch Sesame Street Electric Company DVD collection. God has given us a portion of his creativity. There are things we are good at and 2013 is the year to perfect them. 
Yeah, see, God needs his people perfecting their abilities. We got to get good at what we do, y'all. Really. 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 We got to be the one on the job that, even though we don't believe in same-sex marriage, we're so good that they just can't let us go. <laughs> see, I, I, I can't get an amen right there. See, that, that, that threw you for a loop. They want to fire you. But they can't because they need you. Because your gifts and talents are shining the light of Christ in the place. You're so good. You operate with so much excellence. Some believers believe in same-sex marriage and still get fired. They don't have no excellence. They're not looking at it like something that I need to really do right because I'm a reflection on the kingdom. Falling in five minutes late. Stealing the copy room paper to print up some birthday party announcements. All on Facebook. Why you supposed to be? You know what I'm saying? No, we, we believers, we don't do that. There are things we're good at, so we got to get good at these things. Your esteem and self-worth. Now, you know, I don't get up here and pump the person and who you are so somebody will look at you and say something. No, no, no. It's not about that. But you do care what you look like because look at you. Amen? You care what you look like. You care what you, you know, what you smell like. You care what folks think. Who and they don't care what folks think? Then you wouldn't have put on what you put on. <laughs> so there's an element of that. There is. I'm not saying that we push, it, you know, push that into the zone where God is supposed to be. No, I'm not saying that. But there's an element of that for us to take care of ourselves and we think about ourselves. So our esteem and self-worth will get a real boost when we are able to operate in God-given excellence. In other words, God will make you feel good about what he made. If you operate with excellence. Amen? Amen. But remember, it's never about being the best. It's just about doing our best and giving God the glory for it. Ecclesiastes 9 and 10 says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For if you're dead, you can't do it. That's what he's about to say. There's no work, no device, no knowledge, or no wisdom in the grave where where you're headed. So do it now. Do it with all thy might. The best you can do it, be the best you can be. This is going to be the year. I'm telling you, you want to keep your job, you got to be better than the rest. Bear fruit this year. This is important. We must put ourselves in a better position to bear God's spiritual fruit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Our behavior, health, and character must improve. Look at somebody and say, your behavior, your health, and your character must improve in 2013. Yeah, yeah. Get on the treadmill. Go walking. Amen. Put some of the sandwiches down. Used to eat five, now eat two. (laughs) Cut back. Cut back. And I'm not telling you something that I didn't do myself. I had to do it. I did it myself. And you need to do it. And we're going to be a church that goes about doing it. So we can be healthy. Amen. You know, neither of us trying to exemplify the glory of God and we all out of control. Amen. Because overeating is lust. Yeah, it is. Same spirit. It's lust. Same spirit. Same one. Our behavior, health, and character must improve this year. We must defeat the works of the flesh and produce fruit 
in order to know God's spirit resides in us. That's the only way we know. Is the fruit. Though it's not by works that we receive salvation, it's totally about the fruit we bear once we're saved. Did you hear that? So it's not about works to receive salvation. But when you have salvation, we need to see the fruits. John 15 and 4, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. So what do we have to do in 2013? We got to abide in him. If you want to bear fruit. And when you abide in him, he talks to you. He'll tell you, don't eat that before you go to bed. You trying to get a husband, you can't be eating like that. You praying over the creation roll, I need you to handle the cinnamon roll. change clothes I would have to go in the back and I'd be just laid out (laughs) you alright? yeah see the power of God after he used me he just throw me down and I tried to tell my doctor I tried to sell him that I said yeah man see when the power of God after he used me he's looking like (laughs) that ain't got nothing to do with the power of God. That was your fork. Amen. Can I keep preaching? One more. The theme of ABC. Y'all, this is our theme. I need some theme music. What a musician. Creation rolls. We got to write a creation rolls song or something. Creation rolls. No matter what we desire to do or what our abilities are, we will not inherit God's kingdom unless we function the way he created us to. That's the only way. Look at somebody say the only way. You got to function the way he created you. You will not be blessed of God. You won't receive his blessings. You'll forever struggle. You'll forever try to find your purpose. You'll be looking for purpose and chasing every purpose conference. Every just, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? What Lord, what you want? Lord, what you want? And God is like, until you get the creation role together, you, you, you got to operate the way I created you to operate. The man got to be the man and the woman got to be the woman. Man got to be the head. Woman has to be the help me. Amen. If if that's not happening, there's no blessing. You can pray and snot and cry and bleed. But if you don't line up with your purpose, what he made you for, how he made you and what he said, how do you think you're going to bypass that and be blessed of him? That's insanity. This means that our lives must center around our creation roles in order for us to be pleasing unto him and fulfilled within ourselves. We are made to be what he created and not what society says. If you pull the book out of the Jaffe memo and you abide by that, you're going to fail. Yes, sir. And folks are successful without the blessing of God. Y'all know that, right? Yes, They're successful. They have money. 
But at the end of the day, they don't have peace. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Y'all know folks with money that hate themselves? Folks with money kill themselves. Always looking for a purpose and what God, what every, you know, every two or three years they starting all over. And what, what you doing now, brother? Well, see, God gave me this and this is the one. This is the one. I'm starting all over. Man, you done started all over ever since I've known you. Won't you line up with your creation role and be the man of the house? That's the problem. We are made to be what he created and not what society says. So in order to be pleasing unto him, we must be what he intended. Man, that's so simple. Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his what? What is righteousness? Right alignment. Align rightly. And then all these things shall be added unto you. But you got to first be aligned right. Rightly aligned. Everybody bow your heads. Y'all take these home and keep them. Download it off the internet and forward it. Because this is important. This cannot, this year cannot be the same as last year was. There has to be some changes. Nothing changes if nothing changes. You don't change it, it won't change. So I'm going to ask you, I mean, we're just going to pray real quick. I was going to call families up, but I'm not going to even do that right now. I'm just going to ask you to stand, everyone in this building, just stand up real quick. I know I want this year to be better than last year's. There are some things I discovered, some things I've learned, some things God has shown me, and I want to be able to apply all of it. So I want God to help me with all of it. And if that's your prayer, just bow your heads with me. I don't ever want there to be something that God shows me that I can't implement because I'm not rightly aligned. I don't ever want to be in a position where there's something, there's a catalyst working in my home, in my life, or something that I can't give up, something I can't do, say, whatever, that's going to prevent me from receiving the fullness of what God has for me. I want to be rightly aligned no matter what. No matter what people say, no matter what the situation looks like, I want to be able to shift and move when God says shift and move. Amen? With your heads bowed. Father God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for adamant believers in this place. I thank you, God, for this group that is assembled here, God. They came out the day after they were here yesterday. Just this group, Lord. These your people. I thank you, Lord, for their hearts and their minds, God. Some of them have made great, great, great sacrifices. Trusting and believing in you. Turn money away. Some of them left great jobs, God. It's like Brother Cleveland. There are many, many testimonies in here. They've gone down to one income because their wife wanted to be home and homeschool and just, just fulfill the creation. Whatever they've done, whatever adjustment, some are doing it quickly, some are doing it slowly, but everyone's trying to adjust to find you and do it your way. God, I thank you for people like that. And though they talk about us and throw rocks at us and call us a cult or whatever they want to call us, God, we know that if we just line up with your word and be rightly aligned with your truth, God, that you will bless us. Because money is not what we're looking for. 
accolades of people. That's not what we're striving for, God. We want the fruits of your spirit. We want love, joy, peace in our homes. Long-suffering with our spouses and our relationships. Gentleness, goodness, God. We want to be faithful. We want to be meek. And God, we definitely want to have self-control and be disciplined. Even with our eating, with our sleeping, with just every part of us, God. We want to be able to apply your whole word and eat the whole thing. And become better in this life, God. God, I pray right now that whatever challenges arise and whatever temptation the enemy tries to bring in 2013, God, that you will shield your people. You will guard them, God. Every man under the sound of my voice will stand up and be the strong man and guard his home, standing in the doorway to stop any predator, spiritual or natural. Father God, from spoiling his goods, we'll stand up and be heroes, God. And God, I pray that every woman, Lord, will find her total purpose and pleasure in it. Serving her husband and her children. God, so the world won't be attractive anymore. But God, she will be the helpmeet that you called her to be. And every single person, God, I'm praying for husbands and wives. I'm praying for that man to find that woman. And that woman to be found and rescued by that man. God, so that we can... Do your creation roles and multiply and increase our numbers the right way. God, so that we can be adamant believers in Babylon and stand against this wicked system. In Jesus' name, Lord, let this be the year that you get all the glory from our lives. All the glory from our lives. All the glory from our lives. The marriage that they said was going to fail, you resurrected. God, the, 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 the people that left their home state and moved down here and, and negative words were spoken over them. They said they would fail. God, you lift them up and make them a beacon of light. And that very path that they traveled, God, illuminate it so others can find the way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.